everyone, Scott Louie here with Breakaway Seminars, and this is another episode of Dear Scott, where you send in questions, and I do my best to answer those questions for you, and hopefully we're talking about some cool stuff that you can get some takeaways from and improve your dental practice. All right, so the next question we have for this episode, Dear Scott, can you talk about profitability? Our focus has been strong on productions and collections but I don't feel like I'm taking home as much money as I should. All right, let's talk about profitability. Let's start simple and then let's get into some details. So profitability simply comes from increasing our collections while keeping our expenses low, right? That is a simple concept, increase exp uh, collections, but keep expenses low. But the problem is a lot of us in dentistry are just focused on increasing collections without a focus on the expenses. There's a lot of ways to increase collections that cost money. We can add hygienists, we can add a doctor, we can be marketing more, and we could add more ops and add more hours and all of those things while they can increase our collections could also cost more. And we can end up in a situation where we've got a bigger practice now, but we're still taking home the same amount of money. We've got more responsibilities, more headaches, more expenses like rent and staff costs, but we don't have more take-home pay. So we need more take-home pay. And if we make take-home pay the focus, profitability the focus, then we will probably make better decisions. What are some things that increase collections without costing a lot more money? Answering more phone calls having phones training so that when we do answer them, they result in more appointments being scheduled. Uh, having processes in place to allow us to have higher case acceptance from the patients that are already in our chair. Having better diagnosis that diagnoses more dentistry for the patients that are already in our chair. Or having more scheduling efficiencies so that without increasing stress, we can see more patients in our same schedule or having good cost control so we don't spend too much on dental supplies or we don't spend too much on lab fees or investing in technology that might cost us money but then it also turns around and saves us money such as a scanner those are a lot of ideas of things that increase our collections without increasing our expenses so to kind of talk through that a little more, I want to really dive into, well, what creates collections? What creates collections? What gives us the dentistry to do? We want more of that dentistry do without increasing our expenses. So where does dentistry come from? First, it comes from patients, patient flow. Then it comes from what we diagnose on those patients. So diagnosis, and then it comes from case acceptance. Do all those patients say yes? And that dentistry has to be able to fit in our schedule. All right. So where do patients come from? They come from our ability to market and they come from our ability to then answer phones and convert that lead. Marketing, of course, can cost a lot of money, although Social media, organic social media followings and engagement does not cost more money. So we can learn and optimize on that side. Then when we create those leads, we have to have a process to answer all the calls. 
Utilizing an outsourcing firm to answer the calls we miss helps save those patients that we would have lost. And even though that does cost money, for every dollar we spend, we get $9.80 back in scheduled production. So, of course, it pays for itself and then some. And then what we say on the phone impacts our ability to get more new patients. I have to pay a scheduler to answer the phone. I have to pay rent for that scheduler to sit there. I have to pay for the marketing that creates a phone call. But if that person says something different, I get more patients without increasing my cost further. So that involves training the scheduler on a strategy on scripting that gets a higher rate of conversion into appointments. That's something we spend about an hour, hour and a half on in my master's seminar. But having phones training helps convert more of those patients we've already paid for, more of those leads we've already paid for, coming from a scheduler we've already paid for, and that then gives us more patient. All right, so patient flow is the first one. Then we go into diagnosis. We, the more we diagnose, the more we're able to do in our practice without dramatically increasing our expenses. Of course, we never want to diagnose what's, what doesn't exist. We're not going to overdiagnose, but we have to thoroughly diagnose preventative procedures. We have to thoroughly diagnose cosmetic procedures. And we have to thoroughly diagnose what's already there. There's no sense in watching teeth. There's no sense in putting a watch on a tooth that has a problem. The most conservative thing we can do is fix a tooth that has a problem before the problem gets bigger. So we have to adequately diagnose the problems that are already there. Sometimes diagnosing more means learning more procedures. Do our hygienists use lasers? Are we doing some sort of clear liner therapy? Are we able to do surgeries or root canals, sleep apnea therapy, different cosmetic procedures? Are we able to do um, fixed cross, anterior cross bites on kids using a Holly appliance with a spring? There's a lot of different procedures that when we go learn how to do them, we will forever diagnose more dentistry. And all of those things are impacting our profitability because in general, they increase the amount we collect without increasing our expenses dramatically. And that's diagnosis. Then we have case acceptance. What percent of the patients are saying yes to what we diagnose? And case acceptance is impacted by the payment options we offer. Every patient needs to be able to be approved for a monthly payment plan. Case acceptance comes from having a simplified form, never print the treatment plan in the software. It comes from saying the right thing and showing the right things in the operatory, utilizing imaging and technology and scripting from the doctor. And it comes from saying the right thing from the treatment coordinator. And when we do those different things, those all those ingredients cook up a very high percentage of case acceptance, which, which gives us more dentistry without increasing our costs dramatically. Of course, another aspect of this is your fee. Right? If you have higher fees, if you are more out of network than in network, obviously you end up producing and collecting more without increasing your costs. And what enables us to have the power of raising fees and the power of dropping insurance plans is by creating more dentistry than we have the ability to actually do, making our schedule too full of patients by having lots of patient flow, lots of diagnosis, lots of case acceptance. And when we do those things, we have to be able to fit all of that into our schedule by having schedule efficiencies, by having discipline and organization to our schedule 
so that all that extra dentistry does fall into our practice without increasing our costs dramatically. When we do those things, we end up having practices that may not produce massive numbers, but their take-home pay is massive. We end up with practices that have sub-50% overhead. You know, a $1.1 million practice with a doctor taking home $650,000 a year take-home pay. Um, I can tell you it's not uncommon for doctors to take home a million dollars every single year take-home pay. But they're they're taking that home from a $2 million practice not from some massive bloated organization with all these providers and all this staff and all these costs, all these locations. No, the easiest way to take home a million dollars every single year that I know of is to have a small team in a five-hour practice that has maximized patient flow, diagnosis, case acceptance, and their fees and fit it properly into their schedule, take home a million dollars. All right, so... Um, Look at your decisions. Are you deciding to grow big to grow big? Or are you deciding to grow big to grow profitable? Try to focus as many decisions as you can on growing your profit as opposed to growing your collections. And I think you'll find yourself making a lot more money. The last thing I haven't mentioned yet was controlling your expenses. This is where joining dental whale and getting your supply costs down to 4% of collections is an example, getting your lab fees down to, uh, you know, 39 bucks a unit for posterior, all portions of the ground, for example, is important. Be part of a buying group of some kind to lower some of those expenses. Getting control over your expenses is incredibly important. Join dental whale to save on lab and supply and equipment fees and look at your profit and loss statement every single month. And be a, just be hardcore with it. Cut expenses wherever you can, unless you could prove to yourself you need to keep it. Don't just accumulate more and more and more expenses every month. Be disciplined and cut expenses every month. The fastest way I know to make money, the fastest way I know is to cut an expense. It's immediate. It's almost for sure thing. It's costless. It's the fastest way I know how to make money. I would much rather focus on cutting expenses than focus on growing collections if I had to choose. So that also has to be an aspect of your focus every month as a CEO of your dental practice. All right, so to sum up my answer to this profitability question on this episode, how do we take home more money? It's by doing the things that maximize patient flow that don't cost much. It's by diagnosing more dentistry and it's by having higher case acceptance without spending too much money, all while maximizing your fees, having an efficient schedule, and cutting your costs. And you don't have to be a master of any single one of those things. You don't have to even do them all. Every time you do any one of those things I just said, even halfway, you increase your profit. But when you master those things, you're a millionaire at least, every single year for the rest of your career. And that results in just a whole set of changes for the rest of your life. I would, if I were you, be a student, an obsessed student over the business of dentistry so that you can maximize your profitability for your family and maximize your, maximize your choice in life and not have to have compromise in or out of your practice. All right. I hope that was helpful. 
Um, love to see you guys at my business master seminar. If you want to learn a lot more detail about these things, two days long, you know, 16 hours, 400 pages of content, go to breakawayseminar.com and also find me and follow me on social media. Send me questions for my next Dear Scott episode, and I will put that question on video and answer it to the best of my abilities. All right. Good luck. Thank you very much. Thank you.